Hi all, this is RV Empath and you're listening to the podcast RVE for the HSP. Welcome. It is December 2nd, 2020. And how are you doing? There's a lot of energy out there. Still happening. In the middle of December, we have some major movement going on when it comes to the Capricorn stellium. Both Saturn and Jupiter are going to be moving into Aquarius, which is awesome. That happens around December 17th or so, and I believe they're conjunct in Aquarius on the winter solstice, December 21st. I will be talking more about astrology in the astrological portion of the podcast coming up shortly. But until we get there, I just want to, again, do my little daily kind of spiel, encouraging us all to keep on working on ourselves because that is the key to a happier, healthier life, is being calm and balanced within. So continue every day to take some time to clear the mind, calm down the nervous system, play a little bit with some sort of um, creative energy play in such a way to feel excited bring it brings a smile to your face um what else um do something or research something that helps you feel inspired because that's really important to look for the good look for the beauty have the proper eyes with which to see all the many blessings that continuously flow into our lives and do affirmations and stuff I mean that that stuff works it kind of makes sense too because when you train your brain to look for the positive and to think in positive ways well then duh it kind of makes sense that you're going to be able to experience it more and and you're going to be able to bring it into your life because that's what you're focusing on it it makes it's just sort of a no-brainer to me but I don't know (laughs) I guess it's still kind of a radical thing for some peeps um but hopefully not for too much longer because I really want as many people as possible to heal and it all comes down to healing our inner selves our muck and yuck our traumas and dramas from when we were little from uh, before we were born stuff that we experienced in the womb even and we all have it I believe that the majority of people grow up in dysfunctional households and dysfunctional families I think it's very rare that you come across an individual who was raised in a loving, happy, healthy, um, supportive, morally, morally, like, healthy home. So let's make sure that we give that to ourselves because growing and healing, that has everything to do with parenting ourselves and our inner child. So let's give ourselves what 
perhaps we did not have as children. And that includes proper sleep, exercise, good nutrition, water. (laughs) It sounds so boring, but man, is it necessary. And it's also respectful to ourselves, you know, Um, because it does matter how we feel in terms of health. When, When you feel crappy, it's really hard to live a best life and a a truly um, satisfying life when you're not feeling good because pain living in constant pain and um, not feeling well not having energy to do stuff I mean gosh it's it's like foundational really so it's doing ourselves one of the best favors that we can do to ourselves that we can do for ourselves is to make sure that we're you know healthy in a pretty basic way it doesn't mean um nothing is ever all one way or all the other but it's sort of having some sort of discipline when it comes to making choices you know eating some of this and some of that exercising a little bit you know um When we think we should go to bed, maybe staying up a little bit longer and then going to bed instead of staying up twice as long as you think you should. (laughs) Does that make sense? I hope it makes sense. I think you get me. So good job. Keep on keeping on um, through this time of change and transformation. I am proud of you. Keep working on healing and transforming yourself. Because in doing that, life gets better organically. All right. And I know you hear this from me all the time. It's what I'm all about. I'm like a one note kind of drum beat, but it bears repeating. It bears repeating on the daily, <laughs> as you all well know. Okay, let's move to astrology. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's going on? <laughs> there are no direct aspects happening between the planets and Chiron today, but there's always stuff happening with the moon. So let's take a gander. The moon is currently in Cancer. The moon rules Cancer, and that's all about the inner experience, our deep emotions, home, family, roots, um, our sense of security in the world, our inner worlds. So it's very deep, um, tender kind of spot for us. Now, it's also trining Venus in Scorpio. So that's pretty cool. And soon it will be trining Neptune in Pisces, which I see, I'm reminded again, recently went went direct. When did that go direct? The end of November, just a few days ago. So that's good. Um, So that's a, that's a, a loose trine happening between 
the three of them, which is a grand trine. So you can really sink emotionally uh, pretty deep into your spirituality, closing out karmic cycles, beauty, healing, love, harmony, um, transforming and healing issues related to power and control, shadow side stuff. Yeah. So that's good. And let's do a little review as to what happened yesterday. We had Mercury moving into the sign of Sagittarius. And Mercury was recently sextile to both Saturn and Jupiter. And I'm pretty sure, where's the Pluto? <laughs> well, at any rate, <laughs> there it is. The end of November as well. So sextiles bring about opportunity. That is where we can use our known skills, our natural talents to further ourselves in some way, shape, or form. So the Mercury is all about the mind and how we communicate and what we learn. So there's opportunity there. There's also the member trines have been going on between the Sun and Chiron. There's quintiles between Venus and Pluto. There's all kinds of positive aspects happening. And there's stuff going on with Jupiter. Tomorrow, Venus is quintile Jupiter. That's a wonderful opportunity to expand in terms of our healing, in terms of our relationships, love, harmony, social graces. We'll talk more about that tomorrow. And on the fourth, we have Mercury, Trine, Chiron, Retrograde. Another beautiful opportunity for healing. Now, Mercury being in Sagittarius is all about expanding our horizons, opening our minds, learning new stuff, traveling. But remember, traveling doesn't mean physically traveling because we are still very much in the quarantine time. Um, so it can mean experiencing new things and new ways of thinking and being and new cultures and stuff like online as well. In terms of learning, I mean, there's uh, tons of information out there. <laughs> uh, there's got to be something that interests us all individually, particularly when it comes to learning something new, opening our mind, expand the, uh, expanding our horizons. Now, Venus is also going to be quintile Saturn on the 4th, too. Did I mention that? Ooh, there's a lot going on. And uh, on the 5th, there's another trine between the uh, trine between Venus and Neptune that I just mentioned will be exact on the 5th. So, hmm, I mentioned that when uh, in referring to the grand trine happening with the moon. It's a very loose grand trine happening today with the moon. But by then, on the 5th, the moon will have moved on and um, and it's in a, another sign. So that particular grand trine won't be happening. But the exact trine between Neptune and Venus will. 
On the 5th, the moon will be in Leo. Ooh, but it's kind of forming another grand trine with the sun and Mars. So that's cool. That's great energy. Look, I'm just, I keep seeing it over and over again. There is great energy happening. And I just get the feeling it's going to get better and better, which is awesome. All right. More tomorrow. Let us move on to guidance cards. I'm now going to shuffle and ground the cards and energy for the highest good of all, most benevolent outcome for all, and do some conscious breathing as I do that. I encourage you to take some time to clear your mind as well. Ooh. Uh, during the cut, I'm preparing to shuffle. During the cut on the bottom of the deck on the left, we have King of Cups healing. And the bottom of the deck on the right, we have the star silence. That's pretty cool. I love these two cards together. Um, didn't they come out together in the other, in yesterday's reading? I'm not sure. Wow. Anyway, their colors match up. It's all like beautiful kind of white healing light and purple and blue and, um, you know, glowing healing energy, but it's all blues and purples. Mmm. Yum. Okay. So, I'll be back shortly. Thank you. Guidance cards for listeners. When they hear this, please flip the cards entirely. Cards. <laughs> cards, please flip out entirely. <laughs> do, do, do. <laughs> what? Ooh, that's too many. A whole bunch of cards just fell. Um... They didn't flip over, though. So, what can listeners keep in mind in terms of all of these positive uh, aspects happening? The trines that are going on, the um, sextiles. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. We've got Eight of Swords. Guilt. This is the card that symbolizes ways in which we sabotage ourselves but not only sabotage we just really keep ourselves trapped on the inner it is a card that symbolizes obstacles within and what's important to recognize when it comes to this card is largely it is a mental um, blockage because both on the Osho Zen, it features like hands and claws um, coming at this woman, like clawing at her head out of the dark mists of the mind. So it's a very, you know, disturbing picture kind of because it just shows all things like just 
clawing at her mind, which is basically very apt to what we can experience sometimes when it comes to our thoughts and when it comes to fear, when it comes to uh, guilt or shame or um, insecurity, um, feeling rejected. It's just these inner wounds that we experience, okay? So the thing that I want to really emphasize, though, is that above the dark, polluted mists of the mind, there is the same purple and pink light that you get from the sun card here in the Osho Zen deck. It's called Innocence. Um, behind the, the Zen dude that's featured on that card with the praying mantis, he's in this blossoming garden. It's all purple and pink, and then these white flowers are kind of falling down from the the blossoming trees above him, and that is what you can see in this card. It is the exact it is the exact type of um, background. So there's access to the sun. You know, we're never fully blacked o- blocked off from it. There is a way out and it's up to us to focus on that and um, get ourselves there. In the traditional Rider weight deck, on the Eight of Swords, it features a woman who's bound and blindfolded and she's got swords around her in a circle, kind of keeping her, you know, penned in there. But the key is that in front of her, it's open. She can just walk out. If she un- undoes the, the blindfold over her eyes and then loosens her the ropes that bind her, which are fairly loose to begin with. So it's really a card that encourages all encourages us all to challenge ourselves to heal the places where we are blocked. Okay, and then the card the, that it came with came out with is the ten of pentacles we are the world so not only are we all individually dealing with this type of pain healing from this type of trauma trauma within it's a shared experience but ten of pentacles is living a really kind of happy healthy life it's having your home be a sort of sanctuary it's experiencing family and love and friendship and support and and good health and good finances you know enough money to to be able to feel secure um to you know uh, having a certain level of security so yeah these two coming out together is pretty cool because focusing on getting to that Ten of Pentacles place will help with the with the Eight of Swords energy. You know, we don't want to focus on staying stuck in that energy. We want to focus on shifting. We want to focus on how we can get to the sun, which is our best lives. And that comes down to personal choice as well. What are you willing to live with? What are you willing to to live out in your lives what are you willing to feel as as you live your life you know um 
Living a happier life has a lot to do with being stubborn. It's saying, I want more for myself. And uh, I'm not going to put up with anything less. And sticking with it. Really working hard on getting through um, what it takes to get through it. (laughs) Flat out. Like whatever situation whatever situations we're dealing with on the daily getting through it as best we can in the healthiest way possible for the highest good of ourselves and all okay the card that flipped out next judgment beyond illusion beyond illusion now this card is all about a fresh start it is getting um it is experiencing like forgiveness Uh, when it comes to God and God energy, God universal energy, God being shorthand for good, extremely important to have that spiritual connection. Um, But it is taking steps to do what is necessary to forgive and be forgiven in our lives. And that is its own thing. I mean, look up. There's so much information out there and many, many Uh, professionals and talented people can speak to and of and about the skill and art and technique of forgiveness because that's super important including Ho'oponopono the Hawaiian prayer of forgiveness so look into it peeps because we all have stuff that we have to forgive even if it means forgiving ourselves And that's a trip, isn't it? Because whatever we've gone through, even things like sex abuse, we have to forgive ourselves the fact that it even happened to us. Isn't that a trip? It's like, it's lumping suffering on top of suffering and it's tearing ourselves up for the situation even happening, which is so sad on so many levels so there's much to forgive and not just that but like I think on all levels any sort of uncomfortable situation that we find ourselves in in our lives or anything that has been challenging I think we have to forgive ourselves always through everything so like I was talking about my um, social anxiety and different anxieties that I deal with when it comes to having social um, conversations with people now I'm noticing that this old this old um, program or whatever you want to call it is popping up where I criticize myself afterwards and I say oh I should you know, apologize for that, or I should explain this, or I shouldn't have said that. And so it's, it's very uncomfortable. But I'm recognizing that I'm just, I'm tired of it. That's another key thing to being able to heal and move on in life is really saying, you know what, I've had enough of this, like, I'm I'm tired of this. (laughs) And I'm not even going to entertain it anymore. So it's like, okay, forgive myself for even having these kinds of thoughts again, which I haven't had to deal with for, I don't know, a couple of years now. But, um, 
and then forgiving the situation and then like really um, clearing out the mind and, and settling into this new place of understanding that no I don't have to <laughs> I don't have to do any of that I mean it's developing the ability to really be able to tell like what's healthy and what's not and what we should move forward with and what not to and that and also connecting with God universal energy is very helpful for that as well but um, a lot of this stuff is just garbage it's just trash talk that goes through my mind and I can actually recognize that for what it is now which is super helpful uh, but I I hope that's helpful for you all. But no, we shouldn't act on every impulse that we have in terms of our own insecurities. Because I used to do that all the time. I used to approach people and say, oh, I didn't, when I said this, I hope you didn't take it this way. And blah, blah, blah. And the majority of times people would be like, I do not know what you're talking about. <laughs> what are you, huh? What are you talking about? No, you know. So, um, it, look, it's no biggie. <laughs> usually, it's no biggie. If you have social anxiety like me, usually it's no biggie. We we just oh, and that's another thing. Yesterday, I mentioned that whole um, new uh, like I don't know what to call it. There's a new, oh yeah, a name for a new kind of mental disorder, which is rejection sensitive dysphoria. I, I initially found this on boardpanda.com and it affects uh, our social and personal lives and people with ADD and ADHD as well as PTSD can experience it so look into that yourselves peeps but it's like any sort of pause or side eye or maybe like snarky remark that someone else does it cuts us like to the core and then it we have an exaggerated uh, rejection feeling response to it so I'm definitely going to look more into that for myself and um, if you feel so called, do the same. Okay. Five of Wands flipped out. Totality. So this energy can be very... Um, the fives, for the most part, are tricky. They can really suck you in and get you very distracted and stuck. And Five of Wands can be clashy, irritated, frustrated, aggressive energy. But the way I read it is that uh, it's important to focus on one task at a time. And that doesn't necessarily mean to completion, but it does mean when you're doing something, give it all of your attention and then move on to something else, whether you pause, bookmark it to come back to at a later time. Um, but on this card it features acrobats there are three of them and one is in the middle of swinging from one one acrobat holds her at her ankles and she's reaching out to connect by the hands 
with the second one swinging. So it's the act of kind of being in that space where you're, you're reaching out to something new, um, but you're not quite there yet, but the connection is going to happen. So it's kind of remembering to stay focused in a way and not don't some don't succumb to that frustrating kind of clashy energy any other oh okay we have eight of wands traveling and we have the world completion which is the the next card after the judgment card beyond illusion so we have 20 and 21 <laughs> that's cool uh, the world card is the last card in the major arcana and it features the last puzzle piece being put into place in the third eye location of this meditative figure but yeah we're all kind of putting together our puzzles and making ourselves whole in that way but the world card is beautiful it's a whole new book forget about a whole new chapter it's a whole new book and it's it's just living our best lives eight of wands traveling that's walking up the mountain that's walking up our personal mountains toward the sun we are all on that journey right now so remember, I like to do the hiking metaphor. As we are continuing this big hike up our mountains toward the sun, check our bodies. Make sure we're getting enough rest. Make sure we're eating well, like I mentioned before. Um, dress properly for cold and for uh, check the ankles. Make sure you're not twisting an ankle. You know, it's like it's a, a whole metaphor for a big hike up a mountain which hey I don't do I'm not a hiker <laughs> but we all know enough we've seen movies and whatnot to know what what is involved in the process and that's a big metaphor for the this time of change and transformation but eight of wands is also about new information and quick change so it can mean physically moving from place to place the traveling or it can mean traveling in the mind um, very Sagittarius energy actually ah, okay so as we move toward our best lives we're incorpor incorporating new information and new experiences we may very well be, be moving to new places and be very watchful of aggressive energy and shift that out of our lives when we can and just focus at the task at hand when it comes to forgiveness and forgiving ourselves and forgiving others linking with God universal energy as we heal the different ways that we bind ourselves on the inside and that's very much Scorpio type stuff shadow side stuff um, healing our subconscious traumas and dramas which is also the subconscious has 
has to do with Pisces, finishing out karmic cycles as we're working toward our Ten of Pentacles, which is again our our best life. Beautiful. Okay. I'll just finish out the shuffle and then I'll close out for today, I think. Mm-hmm. All right. Bottom of the deck, four of wands, participation. That's a very celebratory energy. It's also the happy home card. It's the eleven eleven card. And today, there's a lot of 22s. 12, 2, 20, 20. So it's 22, 22. If you're into numbers, there you go. <laughs> all right. So I want to thank you for all that you are and do. And stay tuned for more stuffs. Look up rvmpath.com. Look up Astrology Bear and Affirmation Bear on Alexa through Amazon. Look up Free Yourself from Fear, the Fear Rocks and how they can help on a- Amazon. Available for nine ninety nine. More stuff's on their way. And as always, I send you love and peace and wish you to be safe and well. Thanks so much. Mwah.